You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason. This is your co-host, Danny. And this is the Bucks free agency reaction the week leading up to uh, the beginning of this week. After all the hoopla, all the pomp and circumstance has uh, pretty much ended. Uh, let me just say this. The Bucks did not get Bogdan Bogdanovich. Uh, it seems like he has accepted the offer of four years $72 million from the Atlanta Hawks, which puts obviously the Milwaukee Bucks pretty much out of the running here. The Sacramento Kings has the opportunity to go ahead and match that contract offer. I don't think they, that they will actually uh, match that. So it seems like Bogdanovich will be become a, an Atlanta Hawk. I will say this, the Atlanta Hawks are a very dangerous team based upon the pieces that they have picked up as well as the pieces that they have. But let's go back to the Milwaukee Bucks and what actions that they have done. They obviously picked up Drew Holiday in a trade, uh, sending Bledsoe and also uh, George Hill to New Orleans. And then obviously that trade expanded, sending George Hill to Oklahoma City. They did sign Bryn Forbes. From the uh, Spurs, they signed DJ Augustine from Orlando, Bobby Portis. They re-signed Connington. They also signed Torrey Craig from Denver. My immediate thought with this with this team, uh, I think we're missing one more piece. I think we only have, what, 14 players. I have the yep. opportunity to get somebody else. I don't know where we are necessarily in the whole salary uh, bit here right now. But I'll just say this with the pieces that we have. I took a look at the video clips of Torrey Craig from Denver. Very versatile player. I think we can do some things with him. I think he's a better version of, of a Marvin Williams. Marvin was, was, was slow. And I think we will have a little bit more pop coming off the bench here. I honestly believe that our bench is better than it was, what it was last year. We're missing height, though. I believe what's going to end up happening is Giannis is going to play the five position a little bit more. And he's going to play more minutes. DJ Wilson is going to get some playing time purely because of his height. Uh, so I think DJ Wilson, if he doesn't get traded, there may be something still possibly in the works or maybe midseason or something like that. Something happens. But I think DJ Wilson will actually get some more playing time. This falls way short of where I thought what the what I thought the Bucks were going to do here. If I were to grade the Bucks in this particular week, I got to give them a C, maybe okay. a D. Not a D. I'm leaning towards a C, though. Look here, man. If we try and go for a chip, if we're trying to re-sign Giannis and Giannis sees this flub, this catastrophe of a sign and trade with Bogdanovich, even though this possibly wasn't the Bucks', Bucks fault, if I'm Giannis, I'm not signing this offseason. I'm waiting until the next, the next offseason to continue to put pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks. How is it that the Atlanta Hawks, a franchise that hasn't been relevant in a number of years with respect to their record and their playoff run. How do they get some good players, some decent good players? And mm-hmm. we continue to struggle to get 
players, not necessarily in a, yes, this is a free agent market, but we didn't even get them in a trade. Let that sink in for a minute. We didn't even get the players that the player that we wanted in a trade. Forget about free agency. Mm-hmm. Forget about the draft. Those are the ways to get players on your in your organization. We couldn't even get them in a trade. And that speaks volumes. I think the Bucks are in trouble in terms of not being able to re-sign Giannis. And we already indicated that we're not willing to trade Giannis. I think we need to rethink that and go to Giannis and be like, Giannis, look, and this is next season, mm-hmm. all season. If if you're not looking to re-sign with us, maybe we can do a sign and trade so we can get some assets back. But I'm gonna stop talking, Danny. Let me. Let, what are your thoughts about you know the whole Bucks thing here? What, what, what are your thoughts? I'm a little more positive on this than you are. I think they have pieces now. If they need to make another trade, they can do that. They're filling out their bench. I think their bench is better. And I I don't think they're done. I just think right now they're at a point where teams may be holding tight right now. But then you got to think of when that trading deadline comes, there's always people looking to move pieces, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where now that they kind of missed out on some of the players that you mentioned, I think that's their opportunity to still give Giannis a look to say, all right, we just pulled this person in. I think the Drew Holiday piece by himself is good enough for now. Give them a month or two, see if they can make a trade. They need another, they need one more person. I agree with you there. But I think the other thing is too, Giannis may be looking at is look at all the star players signing these Supermax deals now. Today we had Donovan Mitchell, Mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, Mm And he may see that too to say, all right, they're staying with their team, their teams. So he may see that too. It may be to say, all right, let me just get the money. If that's what he's looking for to get paid, mm-hmm. take care of his family. He does have them over a barrel though, because he, yeah. since he has assigned, since he has assigned it. So I'm curious to see how this plays out and training camp opens what the first of December. So, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of get his demeanor too. He going to play. He's going to play hard. Oh, he's going to play hard, but it's his demeanor, though. Is there any, anything that shows where he's like, man, I'm I'm not happy? He's going to ball, but I'm just saying, is there going to be something with his attitude I that... I don't think he's... I don't think he would show it. I don't I see don't, him leaving. If you want I, I, me to answer I, I, I that question, th- I don't see him leaving. The Drew Holiday... Like I said, the Drew Holiday move, upgrade their point guard position. Well, I, I think what's going to end up happening... Yeah. I think because... Drew Holiday averages about 35 minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Giannis Milton only 30. I can see Giannis Milton going up to at least 35 minutes a game, but it's going to have to play him more. Yeah. He's just going to have to play him more. Rotation is going to have to be different. I do say, I will say that the bench is going to give us more flexibility in terms of the rotations and all. Uh, we got mm-hmm. some shooting. So I, I think we're good there, but. I think I'm looking at it from the standpoint, though, of we got to get beyond just the second round of the playoffs. Yep. And with what we have in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. man, this is going to be a great NBA season. I can't wait. I cannot this wait. It's going to be a great NBA season, man, because <laughs> it's going to be 72 games and you got to play in peace. Yes. There's not going to be a whole lot of room for error here. No. You got you have the Nets, man. Philadelphia 76ers just went ahead and did some awesome moves, man. And 
I'm just thinking that piece right right there, that team right there, the 76ers, the Nets. Yep. I mean, you have some some good, decent squads. Uh, I think Boston, like you said, fell off a little bit. I don't think Indiana's going to be in the mix. No. Toronto's um, going to be there. Toronto's going to be there because they re-signed Van Fleet. But one key thing that happened today. Ibaka. Ibaka left. Went, and went Gasol just Clippers. And Gasol left. And Gasol went to the Lakers. So I think that impacts them, especially Ibaka. Yeah. Yep, I agree. That there. brings Toronto back a little bit and he, too. And Ibaka always hurt hurt us too. Exactly. And that's why I'm not as worried because now Coach Bud is on the hot seat. Oh, he listen, if Bud doesn't do if Bud doesn't do anything with this roster, you need to let Bud go yes. after three seasons. Forget his fourth year. Forget it. Yep. You need to let him go, especially if he continues with sorry to interrupt, but especially no, if he ahead. continues with this offensive scheme i think go. you can have a hybrid of it you can mm-hmm. have the, a little bit of this offensive scheme with four out Giannis doing whatever but you got to mix it up since you have drew holiday now you can you still can do some pick and roll action you still can do some pick and pop action yep. you still can do some things even with members all coming off the bench kind of filling in the gap there whatever the case may be maybe having Giannis or drew uh, with any combination of people from the bench Middleton with anybody, any combination coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you got some leverage there. But if Bud doesn't do anything this season, you got to let him go. If he hasn't learned anything the second year now that they've been bounced, he had time to watch Miami. Mm-hmm. Now Miami played the Bucks, mm-hmm. and how Miami played the Celtics, and how Miami played the Lakers, and, and how Toronto played us the, the previous yes, year. Exactly. So now it goes to his adjustments. It goes, it's uh, Coach Bud and Giannis. Giannis has to come in, like we talked about in the past. Free throw shooting is key, and he has to get some type of go-to move because those things are crucial in those playoff series where they're just sitting in the lane, begging him to come in and charge. Mm -hmm. So he has to make adjustments as well. So I'm curious to see if there's any tweaks to his game coming into this upcoming season. It helps that the season's shorter, I think, too, from the minutes standpoint that you mentioned that I'm going up in minutes. Yes. They're playing 10 less games, so that will help. Those things are key to me. But I think, too, they did get a little younger, too, on the bench. They got a lot younger on the bench, yes. So that may help, too, with spelling some of these, spelling the starters and getting some mm-hmm. good minutes off the bench, too. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was key that, in a way, it was a blessing in disguise, I think, with the, the sign-and-trade failure because you did get to keep DiVincenzo and DJ mm-hmm. for bench depth. And possibly DiVincenzo starting. Yep, true. So you got a, you kept a starter in a way. And he was actually playing well before he got to the bubble along with yep. the rest of the team. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where I'm not as down. And I think if they need to make a move, they're going to make a move because Giannis says so. Or something's dictating they make the move. So I think the Drew Holiday thing, for me, that was what I wanted from their standpoint. Mm-hmm. I thought the Bucks needed a new uh, upgrade at point guard. The George Hill piece, you know how I felt about George Hill. And he can shoot. The veteran leadership, he can 40, shoot. Great 46, for the com- 46% from three-point. Great for the community. Yep. He was all around perfect. Now, that's why I'm hoping Oklahoma City, for some reason, buys him out. If they happen to buy him out, bring him back in, I think that's the squad you can go with. I'm not – Miami's going to be the same, but I'm not concerned about 
Toronto as much now with Ibaka leaving. The Celtics, like I, I mentioned earlier, they may fall back, but they may this may actually free them up a little bit because Gordon Hayward was kind of a they he couldn't he couldn't fit with Jalen Brown and Tatum He's for some reason. So I'm like you said, man, I'm I'm excited to see how this season shapes up after free agency finishes and they start. Yep. But I'm more at the B range for them for the offseason. Because I think the bench got better and Drew Holiday upgraded at point guard. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because, again, we only have Brooke, Giannis, and DJ Wilson, like, six feet ten and up. Yep. Do we need to get somebody else with with some height? You know who's out there? Boogie Cousins. Stay ready. Thigh maker, bring him back. You can make that that triumphant comeback. Come on, bring him to the promised land. Come on, man. He's learned a lot in those couple of years in the Motor City. So yeah, I agree. They need some height on the bench. I'm curious who they will go after. There's still a lot of guys out there that are free agents because you know Brooke has been pretty good staying healthy, mm-hmm. but you need somebody just in case. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, and the Bucks <laughs> did sign undrafted Virginia for Mamadi Diaki. Forgive me for possibly mispronouncing his last name there, but he is a you know a pretty. I think he's pretty tall as well. I mean, he he was um, he averaged thirteen and a half points, six seven rebounds a game, a block a game. Uh, so there there may be a chance in where you know he comes to the Bucks, mm-hmm. do a couple of games here and there just to kind of fill the void. But, I mean, he's not going to be like a playoff threat, like a playoff player. Yep. Just somebody who can possibly come in a couple of games here as matchups dictate to yep. kind of help fill the void. Same thing with DJ Wilson probably. Just, you know, coming in the games as matchups dictate, but also as uh, we get in foul trouble or there's an injury or what have you. And, two, uh, you got to think of Jason – in this current NBA, a lot of teams look at the Heat. They don't have any. They don't have a lot of height, right? Which goes back to when I was talking about why wasn't Brook Lopez on the block back in the playoffs? Remember we talked about that. Yeah, they, that's where you switch up your strategy. And but he you didn't know make what, though, It gives you some versatility. I mean, he pulls out the five. You mm-hmm. know, it's a three-point line. So and they needed his offense down low because they couldn't get a bucket. Yeah, that, exactly. But I, I look at but, a lot of these teams. Boston's not tall. So they may be able to get away with it, mm-hmm. at least temporarily, mm-hmm. from the height perspective, mm-hmm. and um, just go a little smaller and run a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be really interesting, man. This NBA season is going to be great. Yeah, this weekend was off the hook. It was a real compact weekend and week. So many notifications coming through and just <laughs> who was going where and who was doing this and that. In a week or so, Jay, we'll be having training camp. And I will say to add to that, it was a very exciting week. And I will say this too. It led the headline. The NFL's the NFL is happening right now. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of sports shows, the NBA led. Yep. And I think, you know, I think the NBA should really take advantage of that. I think mm-hmm. they need to learn from it. This week has been great. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. 
For more information, you can go to our website, which is backporchtalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backporchtalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.